Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey! Welcome in to ZHO Bulls post game. It's the Winner's Lounge presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up. Mm. Peck, Bulls underscore Peck on Twitter. My guy, Big Dave, Bow, BWL Sports. Join us from down under. It's our guy, Mark Carazolas. Follow him on yeah. Twitter at MK Hoops. Joey, our producer, is at Joey Spathis. We are CHGO Oops. underscore Bulls. Bulls win. And they win big, big. 144 to 115 over the Lucas Dallas Mavericks, oh, oh, oh. who were on the second night of a back-to-back. Bulls, we were talking about it in pregame. This is your opportunity for a coasting blowout win. Yeah. The Bulls didn't mess around. No, they didn't. They did exactly that. And they started it off, Dave, with some pretty flawless ball movement and offensive execution. I mean, it was beautiful to see. Instead of throwing hats, we're throwing kisses. That's right, man. Let's mm. just toss them out there to him. Kisses and roses. <laughs> You've been kissed by a rose. You've heard that song, Joe. Baby! I can do it be a kiss by a rose on the game. Seal! <laughs> but that's how happy we are, man. But that's exactly how it was, man. You were sitting there. I'm just over there yelling at how excited I was at the ball movement that mm. was happening. The one three, early three, where mm. it just went around the Vooch horn. kicked it out of the post, mm-hmm. and then... Round the horn. Boom, over to Zach Levine for that corner timeout three. I've said to you many a time this season, when do the Bulls hit the timeout three? I wanted a timeout three so bad. They gave me <laughs> several timeout threes in this game, and it was very exciting to watch. The execution, Mark, was just flawless by this team, man, on offense and defense. They were out there doing what they do best anyway, which is getting steals and getting out in transition, but coupling that with the three-point shooting, because as we know, you know, we talked about it a million times, when they shoot over 40%, they don't lose. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're 8-0. and because they definitely shot over that. They shot 55% from three. You heard what I said. 55% from three. Insane by the Bulls tonight. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and spoiler alert, uh, that, that three-point make that you illustrated, that's going to be in the post-game story tonight. But, I mean, 
you, this is the game that you love to see, and it's it's unfortunate that Will isn't here because like the, the the night that the Will goes away, the Bulls start rain, raining threes. <laughs> so I did take. I, I thought that was that was quite funny, but it was very interesting how they were getting a lot of these threes by hitting Vooch in the post. And again, like that's something that'll be in the post game story tonight. But like a lot of this three point shooting started by getting the ball in, initially into Vooch whether it was him finding the shooter or, you know, him connecting to the next guy who found the shooter, whatever the situation was, if you want to go, the, uh, if you want to go inside and use Vooch in the post, do so as a passer. I'm all about that. I'm less so about it, you know, feeding him the ball and have his, him um, trying to, you know, him backing down and trying to score over his guy. But the way they used Vooch in order to create those threes was really, really nice. The way that so many so many of these threes were just sort of catching throughs, uh, catch and shoot threes, they went sort of off the bounce threes. Really nice stuff from that perspective. But in terms of like the first quarter, seven of twelve from from three in that first quarter, over fifty percent of their shots in that first quarter were threes. The three point attempt rate for the team more generally tonight was really nice and encouraging. And I mean, it goes without saying, but we this is like a really nice game or a really nice avenue or for us to sort of see what this team can be when they actually have some shooting around them now obviously tonight was maybe some some unsustainable shooting let's say but it just gives you a glimpse of what Vooch Levine and DeRozan can be when they have that consistent role guys around them shooting the jumpers so uh note to AK get some freaking shooters in here mate because this is what this offense can look like uh are are you saying that Derek Jones Jr going four of five from downtown off the bench is not sustainable Mark how dare you yeah, just 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 quietly. I don't think that's potentially sustainable. But what uh, about Tony Bradley yeah, going like one for one? Here. Huh? <laughs> three point wow. champion Tony Bradley, mind you, sir. It's true. Respect that. Bulls name. practice three point champion. But okay, the Bulls as a team, you you were talking about how they're knocking down their threes tonight. Nineteen of thirty four, a season high in makes. Nineteen. My favorite part of it, Patrick Williams. Come on, confidently stroking. Woo! Knocking down four of five. Pretty. I don't even really care that he didn't do much scoring inside tonight. He made, he finished six of 10 overall, four or five from downtown. He was confidently shooting those threes and they, he swished everyone. Every single one. Everyone was a swish. Yeah. Just didn't touch any rim at all. It was so beautiful. God, I love that. Yeah. It felt great. And that had to feel good for him. And you know, like this, like they say, shooting is contagious. Like it started working for him and Darius Jones Jr. is like, well, it's going to work for me. And, and everybody else down the line except for Kobe White, who didn't hit a three tonight, which is wild in the three-point game. Kobe went 0-5, and the Bulls were on fire for three. on fire. He's like, oh, it's my time to get in it? No, you're not allowed in the party. <laughs> he wasn't allowed in the party tonight, but it's okay, man. But, yeah, man, Patrick Williams, like, and he set the tone, like, from the beginning. Like, he was the one that kicked it off and set that tone for them. And then he did a Patrick Williams thing where he get that block – you know what I'm saying? And starts the transition on down floor on the other end. And it was – Patrick Williams has a different kind of block. He doesn't have a meet-you-at-the-rim block. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He has a meet-you-at-the-mid-range block. You know what I mean? And, and that's not a normal thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not a normal skill to have. But he has that skill because his blocks are – when he does it, obviously it's easier to recover the ball and get out in transition, as you see the Bulls do. And, yeah, he just had a really solid game, though, man. Like you said, you saw him go to the rim a couple times, guys, and it didn't matter to me. Like like Matt said, I didn't care. I was like, great, yeah, you went to the rim, wonderful. Shoot again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shoot that three again. It was very pretty tonight. And I was just happy for him and his confidence because this has to have done something for him. And now I'm wondering, uh, guys, if 
the fact that Patrick Williams won the bowling tournament, that Chicago Bulls bowling tournament. I saw that. Over the past few weeks, if that had anything to do with it. I'm putting all of it in there, Mark. Throw it all in the blender. Stir it up, man, and let's get drunk on it tonight because they got <laughs> 144 of these cats. Well, look, maybe. Maybe that was the uh, the catalyst for it, but I, I don't know what it was. But, look, th- this kind of performance from Pat gets me more excited than, the, than, you know, the game that he held against the Celtics where he was sort of taking Jason Tatum off the bounce and doing things off the bounce like that. Like, obviously, that's cool to see. I'm not saying that's bad or anything like that. But this was like the perfect role guy game where the ball swings to Pat. He just takes the open jumper and he makes the open jumper. Like you're not you're not relying on him to do things off the bounce or create or score in different various ways. Obviously, that's encouraging to see. But like this is kind of like the eighty percent of what Pat needs to do, right? Like more often than not, the type of shots he's going to get are these catch and shoot looks from three. They're the looks that he's going to find that are most open. These are the looks that he needs to take. So the fact that he stepped into to four or five so confidently and didn't hesitate in the way he did tonight, like that was really encouraging because. We, we were talking about it last game against the Wizards. There was that possession where DeMar kicked the ball to Pat. He was open from three, but he sort of record scratch, didn't take the shot, ultimately uh, decided to di- drive into traffic afterwards and turn the ball over. None of that tonight. Just took the open shots, took everything in rhythm. So these games, I feel, for me at least, th- these are the ones that make, make me really encouraged with Pat. Like, just do what you need to do from a roll guy perspective. He, he made his threes, had the two blocks like you referenced, Dave, had three assists, three boards, just sort of chipping in here and there, just filling in the game. And, and that's the stuff that he should be able to do every single game. So I get really excited about these pack, these types of pack games, 16 points plus 16 in this game. Really good night from Pat. Uh, my buddy here from uh, Queensland here in Australia, Rob for Queen, uh, Rob Queenslander. It was a great game. No ill words from uh, from me about Pat tonight. He, he brought it. He brought it. Um, uh, in the comments, Gio saying franchise high 82 first half points. Ooh. Crazy good. I mean, I, I was sitting there at some point midway through the second was like, wait, they have 60 something already. Yeah. Holy crap. Go get 80 in the first half. That would yeah. be cool to see. Yeah. Because mostly what's in our recent memory from when this Bulls team was trash was getting 80 or 90 dropped on you 92. in the first half. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Warriors. Golden State. Um, Jackie Moon game. But I mean. Such incredible execution. So not yeah. a franchise high for most points ever scored in a half. First half specifically. Right. The Bulls apparently had an 86-point half at some point in the second half. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that via Casey Johnson on Twitter at halftime. Uh, but, like, not only franchise highs, but season highs across the board. I mentioned the 19 threes uh, is a season high and makes. Also, 35 assists for Ooh. this Bulls offense tonight. Jeez. That is a season high. And apparently it's something that Billy Donovan has talked about wanting to see is multiple players scoring in double figures and getting that a team total assist number up there. I mean, talk about balance. You got 28 from Namar, 20 from Vooch, 16 each from Pat and Zach. Only one point from Caruso, your fifth starter, but he left early Never in this game with an injury, did not return. More on that later. You get 16 from from Jones off the bench, 14 from Dragic, 17 from Io off the bench. Jeez. And everybody is passing to everybody. Nine and seven from Drummond as well. And, you know, my favorite thing about this was was early on when that around the horn pass happened was when he hits that, hits that three, the immediate joy yeah. on his face. Just big old grin. Big old <laughs> damn grin on his face, high-fiving his teammates. And I was like, oh, shit, it's that night, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's it's feeling like that night. I don't remember them smiling that early, you know what I'm saying, in the league. So 
it just felt good from that perspective to see that, and it continued, and it got more contagious. I like even the fact when Dallas started trying, you know, like any team, you know, they start trying to make their mini runs, you know, closing the gap. Spencer Dinwiddie started hitting some buckets, you know, doing those things. No, Pat Williams three. No, defense, DeMar down, bucket. No, more defense, uh, passes up to Zach Levine, bucket. You know, get it to Vooch, he gets the pass out, another bucket. Like, they immediately go on like a 14 nothing run. You know, the droughts that they were taking them on. And, again, before, before you invite, yes, I know that Luka wasn't there. We know that they didn't have those players there. But, we, I mean, but anytime you can do that. I mean, go look at this next Pacers game if you want to <laughs> see it like that, okay? Let, the Nets had eight people out. Right. And they still won the damn game. Right. So, what side do you want to be on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd rather be on this side right here getting this W, Mark K. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Dave. And, like, there was – I mean, even even without Luca, like the, the Bulls got down, or not, not necessarily got down, but they they saw their big lead evaporate pretty quickly, and that didn't necessarily stop them. They they pulled back on points and ultimately got back up by twenty something points pretty quickly thereafter. So, for the most part tonight, like I, I spoke about this last post game, but we haven't really seen the Bulls really put together forty eight minutes of solid play. They didn't necessarily do that tonight either because, like I said, they allowed the Mavs to get back in the game in that first quarter. That they probably played forty two out of a good 42 minutes out of 48. So you'll take that from that sense. But you touched on it there, Dave, but I thought like the defense early really set the tone for this one. The way the, the Bulls were helping in on and doubling up on the ball handle that the, that the Mavs did have. Obviously, without Luka, it sort of forces their role guys to probably do more than what they're comfortable to do. There was times where like Dorian Finney-Smith or Tim Hardaway or someone like that was forced to sort of create off the bounce. And the Bulls more generally always want to help in and sort of double up on the ball like that. But when you've got lesser players sort of trying to create off the bounce like that, it really, you know, you, you, you give yourself a, an opportunity to really get in, in there and, and steal the ball and to create those transition opportunities. And I thought the Bulls did a really good job of that in that first half, particularly, which sort of set up the rest of their offensive game. They just got into a natural flow. They got those easy looks at the rim and that started fueling the three-point game as well. So I thought tonight was a really good, a really good game in the sense that their defense really fueled their offense. And that's, an, again, another thing I've been saying all, all season. This needs to be a defense team first. The offense will flow out of that. And that's exactly what we saw in that first quarter and into that first half. Uh, we got happy Bulls fans in the comments. Woo, I love it. My favorite. Uh, General SDE saying, damn, this felt good. Worth staying up till 4 a.m. for. Good nice. for you. Soldier. Uh, Bob O saying, this is how you have to play when teams rest starters against you. You got to take that ish personally. Yeah, and like you were saying, Dave, I mean, yeah, we all know that Luke was out tonight. So good. That's the result we wanted to see. <laughs> right, exactly. A team without their best player. Yeah. That's why I was upset when we barely managed to drag our asses across the finish line for a W against the Beelis Wizards. Because mm -hmm. we won the game, but we looked like crap doing it. Mm -hmm. We won this game against a team that was missing its best player, and we looked damn good doing it. That's the difference. And a better team, too. Right. Uh, our pal Salim from Bulls Gold chiming in, saying, very good win. Bulls' lower three attempt rate is a product of roster construction, but also a lack of ball movement. Don't think tonight attempts were a coincidence since that ball was moving well. Moving, baby. Um, it's so much fun to watch when that ball, mm. when that kind of basketball is being played. You know what I mean? Like for just basketball nerds, like, like it's just that much fun to sit there and watch that kind of execution. 
Like, I know, you know, it's cool to watch the one-on-one stuff. Like, I love it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I can't get enough of it. But, man, when that basketball is moving and those guys are executing, this is why when I get on here, I talk about how much I love watching the Spurs play. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Why I like watching those kind of teams at Golden State just because of that execution. Yeah, they got Steph who can, you know, just embarrass you by himself. But, man, when that ball's not sticking and they hitting that open man and making that extra pass, it's sexy as hell. And the Bulls were sexy as hell tonight playing basketball. And every shot that they took was just within so much awesome rhythm, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's what that kind of stuff creates. It creates that rhythm, and everybody knows it. Nobody's thinking anymore. Everybody's just reacting because the ball is constantly moving and hitting every single person it needs to, man, and finding the open man. And that's the beauty of it, honestly. It was beautiful. Yeah, and look, as much as we should give credit to the Bulls' offense and the way they were swinging that ball around, and that was nice to see. It was a welcome change to maybe what we've gotten used to. At the same time, I think it would be remiss of us not to not to point out how bad the Mavs were on defense, particularly like Christian Wood. Man, well, man, was he bad on defense. There were so many breakdowns from a Dallas defensive standpoint. Now, yes, the Bulls were forcing some of those breakdowns, but it's a lot easier to move that ball when you're when you've got uh, you know Spencer Dinwiddie out there with Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway. Yeah. Like those dudes aren't going to be stopping anyone. So I guess today's game was a nice template. It was a good foundation piece for Billy and his coaching staff to say this is what it should look like. This is how we should be moving the ball. But at the same time, this came against a a team that probably doesn't have a lot of defensive options out there. So whilst I want to go all in and say this is now what we should expect baseline. This is what we should expect going forward every single time from a passing uh, perspective. I, I, do, I do have it in the back of my mind that this Mavs team aren't necessarily the best defensive team going around, particularly with the personnel they had out there tonight, especially when you're starting Christian Woods. So that would be my lone wet blanket comment, I think, uh, that I wanted to make on that one aspect of the game. I don't think that's your lone one, man. You and got more in you, Marquet. There's always more in Marquet. I'm in a good mood. Uh, yeah. Everyone's in a good mood. And, I mean, you know, Dave, you mentioned the timeout three that Zach hit after yeah. that beautiful ball moving in the first quarter. Yeah. I also – we saw a couple of times Zach Levine have other kind of, like, smiley, laughing moments tonight – when he was realizing in real time the ease at which he got to the rim, yes. like do, do, do yes. you recall those moments yeah, where Zach was like, yeah. "Oh, I can just, I yeah. can just get to the rim tonight if exactly. I want to," yeah, with without much uh, resistance at all. Like this so, is fun. Yeah, to your point, Mark, th- this this Mavs defense certainly did them some favors. Yeah. But hey, again, take advantage of what opportunity is pre- presented to you, and that's the point I'm making here. Like, yeah, you and all that is correct. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have Cleaver, who's their, their best. Big man defender out there. They didn't have him out there tonight. Like, there was so many guys, other guys missing. Josh Green, another guy. Mm -hmm. There there were so many guys missing from from the team tonight that it wasn't going to be like that. And it just marvels me that they're a top 10 defense. Like, I'm just amazed. Like, they're a top 10 defense, man. But, yeah, like having those guys out there who are uh, defensively uh, uh, deficient, like, they're going to struggle. You know what I mean? And the Bulls just did the right thing. And that's like – what I'm excited about more than anything is they executed well. Like, not just executed good enough to win. No, they executed good enough to whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's the difference. It was well. It was well done. We haven't seen it well done. We haven't had this kind of game this season where it was just well done execution. I don't care who they're playing. You know what I mean? Like, they could play in a high school team. I don't care. But we hadn't seen it this year from them, and it was people who were doubting you could see that from them this year against anybody they were playing. So that's what's exciting to me about it. And, no, I don't expect to see it, 
know what I'm saying, every single game. Of course, you want to, but you don't expect to see it because, like Marquet pointed out, you're going to play teams who are going to have their best defenders out there in these next games. Let's watch this next game. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even though we'll see if DeJounte Murray, you know what I'm saying, is, is going to be developing out. But that's a better defensive team. Mm-hmm. We know they're a top-10 team. Right. So we're going to see that. But, man, dude, just watching them execute, and I hope they take that with them and let themselves know, like, yeah, we can be this. We right. can do this, bro. Like, we we are this kind of team. We can be this kind of team. I mean, whether it was the half court or in transition, the Bulls were scoring with East tonight. We've talked about the ball movement. But the other part of that, to execute and capitalize on all that great ball movement, is taking care of the ball, taking not turning the ball over. That's right. I was sitting in this very chair having a conniption fit <laughs> on Wednesday after the win over the Wizards because the Bulls turned the ball over 19 times. Marquet remembers you want to know how many times the Bulls, tur- Bulls turned the ball over tonight? Eight. Eight times. I love single digits in mm. the turnover column. It Take is, care of the ball. It is attractive. And, and, and real quick, I wanted to say DeMar DeRozan got the DeMar DeRozan threes. And what I mean by that is he went to the free throw line nine times, all right? Nine of them times he was at the free throw line nine. feasting. I don't remember him being at the free throw line nine times. Mm. <laughs> he was. That's because he wasn't at the free throw line. He was skipping school. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> he threw me off, man. I'm sorry. How many people are going to get this reference? <laughs> you see what I deal with, Marquet? That's what I roll with, man. But yes, but it was, he was there, nine of nine, and and he was just on point, man. And it, he had a great second quarter. He had a great third quarter. You know, he was. Just, you just saw those plays coming. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in his rhythm because everybody else was in their rhythm, and that's why it looked so good. But that's what I mean when I say those Demar Derozan threes. Those are his threes, Marque. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. And look, I mean, he got there nine times, but the the rest of the team didn't necessarily get there. But Coming back to like just the point more that you're making before, Dave, like, and, and even what I've said before, like, yes, okay, they faced a poor defensive team or at least a team that didn't necessarily have their best defensive team out there. But to what you were saying, like the Wizards were that exact team the other night as well, like, and the Bulls barely beat that team. So in that, in that sense, like, okay, fine, you're playing a, a weaker defensive team, but compared to last game where they didn't necessarily take care of business, they did tonight. So... That's why I think we're all pretty happy about this one because this was just a good professional win. This is what you're meant to do when a team is without not only their best guy, but you know that maybe their best big and and another guy in in um shout out to Australian Josh Green who's turned himself into a player. Like that's three rotational guys and well, more than three because Luca counts for like two or three guys to be honest with you. But so in that sense. Maybe I was being a little, uh, a bit too much of a doomer there because the Bulls took care of businesses. They haven't been doing that all season. So, yeah, maybe we should be shouting them out for doing that. Uh, speaking of shouting out, a couple of Super Chats to uh, shout out and bring us into our first ad break. Manuel with a Super Chat saying, love the win, guys, all around. Uh, play was great. Best part, Zach going, uh, Zach's off-ball defense, which has been improving, mm. and he looks like he's having fun. I do love seeing Zach Levine smile. Look, man, it's it, great. Is, it is a great shot. Just great. watching Zach be happy, bro. Mm-hmm. It, it, how the team flows. And again, two steals again right. for Zach Levine tonight. That's all I need him to do, bro. Get them steals. Love that Zach defense. Shout out also to Eli for the Super Chat. Uh, all right. While Big we're 3590 shekels. Oh, 
Thank you for that. Love me some shekels. Shillings. Um, shekels. Oh, I know shekels. I'm just yeah, tossing yeah. out the shillings. <laughs> While we're sharing uh, some words from our friends and sponsors with you all, hit that thumbs up button if you're watching live along with us on YouTube. Appreciate it. Today's episode brought to you all by Ooh. our friends at Green Ridge Farm. Y'all. <laughs> Green Ridge Farm is a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks. I saw somebody in the comments talking about them. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour, and school lunches. Plus, with 16 grams of protein packed into every meat stick, they make a po perfect post-workout snack. I'm working out all the time. I'm eating meat sticks all the time afterwards. <laughs> you can get them in chicken and black forest beef, different flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. If you haven't tried them yet, you're missing out. Delicious because they're made from recipes generations in the making and being all natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated sections of both Costco and Sam's Club, plus all of your Chicagoland grocery stores. And right now, if you go to their website and order online at greenridgefarm.com, put three of their products in your grocery cart, shopping cart, add some meat sticks to that shopping cart. Those meat sticks will be free, free if you use promo code CHGO. Mm. Meat sticks in your cart, mm -hmm. greenridgefarm.com, promo code CHGO, yeah. free meat sticks. Who don't want that? What else do I have to say, people? That's right. Free meat sticks, <laughs> greenridgefarm.com, promo code CHGO, get some meat up in your life. Don't do it. You know what I was thinking about when you said school lunches, like how cool would it be if you had lunch with a kid and you just pull out out of your lunchbox a meat stick <sighs> at lunch? You know what I mean? Who's messing with a kid who's eating a meat stick, man? What makes you Straight think up. I didn't have meat sticks in my I don't. <laughs> packed lunches as a oh, child? No, I don't. I'm just saying now and today. <laughs> Sir, I know you had several. <laughs> no, I know you did, man. But, man, that's just some kid pull that out and just eating it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like a conquering Viking warrior just eating a meat stick. Shout out to the youth. Forget they be stick sewing, baby. Shout yeah. out Green Ridge Farm. The cool youth know what's up. They understand. And you know who else is a cool is youth? Hmm. Joey? No, but uh, <laughs> you set yourself up, Joe. Yes. You set yourself up. You raised your hand when I said you don't have to raise your they hand. They didn't have to know that. <laughs> but I did. Why do you think I went away from you? Joey, what time is it? Game time. Who? Ah, the hottest new ticket in sight makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows because we know that you have dreamed about sitting on that 50-yard line, sitting courtside or behind home plate, floor seats at that concert. Well, guess what? It's all possible with the Game Time app, y'all. Biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats you thought that you could never, ever afford. You won't find better deals this season to see the beloved Chicago Bulls. Created by the fans and for the fans, just like here at CHGO. And it guarantees the lowest price. So, if you love CHGO, Joey. And we know you do. Mm. Then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. That is, you do that. But the first thing you do, you hit that thumbs up. Boom, boom. Click that. Right round. Right there. <laughs> then you go ahead and you buy those tickets through the link in your description. Join the 15 million people who have done so and downloaded that Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because, Matt Pat, what time is it? Game time. Who? Mm. Mm. Smack. I felt that even more wearing this dope 70 wins Bulls tee. Oh, 
So cold, man. They knew when it was game time. Oh, did they? You they felt did. You felt that. That's why you felt it more when you said it. I get it's it. It's true. Now. Yeah, because that was like that. Look at they were man. like that. Finders keepers, man. Dude, shout out to Finders our friends. Keepers. Simon is easy. Finders keepers shy. Look them up. Yeah. Vintage bulls tees. They got oh. awesome bear stuff too. Also, their store, uh, thirty three fifty North Paulina. There you go, that Paulina. Paulina. I call it Paulina. My bad, <laughs> Paulina. I should be, I'm, you're I'm a, walk some laps. You're a terrorist. Yeah, if you you're say right. Paulina. I'm a walk some it's laps. It's Paulina. Damn it. I'm a walk some laps for that. But <laughs> <laughs> that's where they at. Go check out their store, man. You know what I'm saying? That's where they have their residency. That's you know in the Lakeview area. Go check them out and get you some of this illness that he's got on a hat too. Mm. It's the hat also this, as well. I don't know if you can tell. I don't know if you can tell from the camera, but this is freaking. Are you kidding me? Feel that? That. Corduroy. Corduroy. It's a corduroy like Clark Griswold Bulls hat. Yes, I mean, it is. come on. Where else can you find an item like this? You cannot. Finders keepers can find it though. And they got it for you. Head over and holler at them. Shout out Simon. Shout out CC. Glorious. Glorious. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mark, I'm curious to get your thoughts on the Bulls bench performance tonight. I feel like the Bulls bench have been struggling in some of these games recently, not producing, not being that that spark that uh that this team had counted on earlier in the season. We mentioned the fact that, you know, not only did Io have himself a solid game with 17 points on an efficient six of nine, he even hit his threes. He's been ice cold of three of late, of late until tonight. But, I mean, guys like Derek Jones Jr. Uh, chipping in. Drummond, whose minutes have shrunk recently, as Dave mentioned, a solid nine and seven. He and Dragic doing their thing. Uh, what, what did you think from this Bulls second unit tonight, Mark? Yeah, well, it's funny you say that, but like when the second unit came in in that first stint, that's when the Bulls gave up that uh, mm -hmm. gave up that run. Like Io, Kobe, and, and Derek Jones Jr. came in with, I think it was Zach and Vooch at that point. They gave up a big run there, but then in came Dragic, in came Drummond, and then the Bulls started to settle things down. De DeRozan came back into that second unit again. That's an adjustment that Billy's been making over the last few games. Is getting Billy, uh, sorry, getting Demar back in with that second unit. He's sort of gone away from the Levine. Levine led second unit, so uh, it didn't initially start very well, and that's actually where I was starting to get very concerned because the, the first sort of six minutes of the game was nice, and then the Bulls kind of let the Mavs back in, but then they blew it back out again. So uh, not a great start initially for the bench, but then they settled, they got into it. Dragic was really good. Uh, I, this was, a, I mean, there was a lot of talk pregame about you know the whole, the whole Dragic Luca thing, all these sorts of things, and obviously Kemba playing his first game for for the for the Mavs as well, but. We forget that the Mavs probably should have Dragic on their team. Like, really, they, instead of having... They, they went with Compazzo earlier on. They went with Kimber Walker now. They had even uh, Jalen Hardy playing minutes now. Like, they could have easily had Dragic on their team. But for whatever reason, they didn't rate him and didn't want him in this game, which was nice for, for us, obviously, because Dragic has been fantastic and was great tonight against the Mavs. But yeah, the bench more generally... Uh, the, for, I don't know who spoke to Drummond, but someone's clearly said something to him because he was... His level of engagement tonight was not like as it's been for like the last two weeks where mm -hmm. Billy has been trending small. You've been seeing Derek Jones Jr. play more games at center and that's because you know Drummond just hasn't been bringing it, to be frank. Whereas tonight, he was rolling hard. He was defending hard. Every, every time he got the ball near the rim, he was dunking the F and hell out of that thing. So this is what you want from Drummond to play like that big unit that he is. And, and he brought it tonight. So shout out to Drummond for the way he played. Hopefully, he continues doing that. But as you, as you noted before... Uh, is Derek Jones going to shoot four for five from three every single night? Probably not. But the way he was attacking the rim every single game as well, 
really good. Like Kobe didn't influence the scoring column, but that dude had two blocks tonight. He was doing some things on defense. So like everyone that checked in the game did something for the Bulls. You mentioned Io as well. He was up in up into double figures doing some interesting stuff off ball. We've talked about Dragic, but like, yeah, the, the bench more generally really brought it tonight when uh, initially I didn't think they were going to be, but based on how things started. And even on top of that, uh, with that, as far as Kobe, he also had six assists. So Marquette is absolutely correct. Like, he was out there doing other things, which is what we always talked about with Kobe. You know, like, when the scoring goes, what else can you do? Because that keeps Mm -hmm. you on the floor. Mm -hmm. But that's why he was on the floor for 26 extra minutes. Of course, it was an ass-whooping. We understand that. And Caruso leaving. Correct. And that that also led to it. But he could have easily went another way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And said, Kobe, you ain't got it. We're going another way. But, no, he left him out there. His defense was solid. And, you know, getting those six assists and a steal and those two blocks, as Mark K uh, mentioned, definitely big. And that's awesome for, to see from Kobe. And he mentioned Derrick Jones Jr. Because he had, like he mentioned, the drum and dunks. Like, you're right, Derrick Jones Jr. had one of those dunks as well. Like, one of those vicious, mean dunks that I was just yelling about. And it was great to see, man. So, yeah, everybody kind of was at the top of their game tonight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, and it was just really great to see. Even, like, even with Kobe, you know, not scoring. He still was at a nice level of his game. Speaking of which, we got some people in the comments wondering about Kobe as well. AK with a super chat saying, what do you guys make of Kobe's play? Played 26 minutes, managed only two points, one less than Bradley. I mean, come on. You put it that way. (laughs) um, uh, Our guy Rob, one of our regulars, saying, come on, two points in 0-5, trade Kobe. Look. (laughs) Mark and Dave just laid out for you guys the ways in which Kobe still made himself effective tonight, despite the fact that he couldn't hit a three. Yeah. He set up his teammates, and he played. I even remarked unprompted to you tonight, Dave. I was like, oh, Kobe's playing some defense tonight. Yeah. Unprompted. Yeah. Because I noticed that Kobe was playing defense. Yeah. So, yeah, he had a rough night shooting. If you're going to say trade Kobe because he had a rough night shooting, maybe you're looking for something more substantial than that, but... And not not picking on Rob specifically in the comments here, but because you're not the only person to say trade Kobe White. Right. Everybody t- has been talking about it for years. Yeah. But what makes me crack up is when someone is like, oh, that guy sucks. He had a shitty game just now. Trade him. Okay. For what? <laughs> for who? <laughs> this guy sucks. He's useless. Trade him for something better. And I don't get it. Would be... I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, they get- I, I want to give my guy Rob here uh, the benefit of the doubt here and then maybe he's just being uh, sarcastic and you Americans aren't good at maybe picking up on that tone. Maybe that's what's happening here. Yeah, just, just but to your right, point, right. more generally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't. we can't be trashing guys every single game. Right? This guy sucks. This guy can't do this. This guy can't do that trading for a future superstar it doesn't work like that guys that's not how it works so either he sucks and you're not getting for anything for him and you just got to bench him because that's that's just what it is or maybe he's okay and you can get something back it can't be both but uh yeah more generally i'm, I'm maybe rob robbie's uh, just being sarcastic I'm, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and and also i'm not gonna pick on him when you won 144 to 115 and you shot 55% from three I mean, why am I nitpicking at the guard coming off the bench and, and you just did that? I'm not I'm not doing that tonight. That that is not a thing tonight, guys. No. Fine. Be happy. You want 144 to 115. All right. This ain't the Wizards game. All right. This is the 144, 115. You wasn't like it wasn't like, oh man, if Kobe hits that, man. We, oh my God, we might have lost the game. No, bro. 
It didn't matter. He could have thrown it in the ocean 12 times. They're going to still win by, like, 25, bro. It's it's fine. Just leave it alone, all right? It's cool, bro. <laughs> Uh, looks like there was not there was no sarcasm there, Mark, because Rob's doubling down saying he had a rough year, time to go. Knicks don't value Cam Reddish. Make the call. Uh, Knicks don't Cam, man. Does anyone value Cam Reddish? I don't know if Cam Reddish values Cam Reddish. I, I agree. Like, on paper, Cam Reddish is very intriguing. He's, like, he's big. He can shoot. He, he projects. He came out, like, looking like someone that could be a 3 and D guy, defend multiple positions. There's something there when you have multiple teams that have now deemed that he is not worth cracking the rotation. Like, that says more, that should say more than anything about, you know, his, like, college tape or anything like that. Mm. There are multiple teams are like, yeah. yeah. Right, like, <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks were willing to trade you after a year and a half, and then the Knicks, who gave up assets to get you, are like, well, we're still just going to, like, sit your ass the on the The minute he went to the, the Knicks, I said he's never going to play again. Like, Tim's ain't going to stand for that. Tim's mm. they gonna roll with that, bro. And you ain't playing defense, man. And who on. knows? Cam Reddish Lo could be behold. good, but <laughs> yeah. lo and behold, DNP. <laughs> this is what it's gonna be, bro. From here going forward. DNP TT. <laughs> Did not play Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we gotta take another quick break here. When we come back. Speaking of those Hawks, that's what we have on deck tomorrow. We'll take a look at them. And of course, it's a victory. Going to the night. Goon. Coming up next. Arr, arr. <laughs> uh, speaking of goons of the nights and kings of the games yeah, what knots in the woozy post game of court <laughs> the woozy is a wazzy uh, of course brought to you post game brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook DraftKings. our DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game plenty of options the, the whole Bulls team deserves it tonight but it's DeMar DeRozan Dave you mentioned his uh Early and often trips to the free throw line tonight. <laughs> he finishes with a team I 28 on 9 of 13 awesome. and 9 of 9 at the free throw line. Awesome. Also, grabbing nine boards and dishing out five assists. I heard that's good. That is pretty darn good. You know what else is good? Having fun, making some parlays, and winning money at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a thing. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app using promo code CHGO and put a $5 money line bet on any NBA game for your chance to win $150 of free bets if your team wins. Nice. Promo code CHGO, DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm. Joseph? Yes. They never understood! Never. Mm. Never! Never! They never got it! The hell? They never understood. Why are them sunglasses so damn expensive? Why? <laughs> Sadie Rays don't get it. So they set out to change some things. They said you don't have to break the bank to get these high-quality sunglasses. They said you can get them and save yourself some money. Because, see, at Shady Rays, Joey, I don't know if you knew this, but they offer those premium polarized shades featuring that world-class optical clarity, that sustainable durability. And styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. A day. <laughs> oh! And the best part of our Shady Rays, they got that most insane protection program. It's that lost and broken replacements, or what I like to call the Matt Peck plan. If you lose them glasses because somebody has tossed them because they are angry at what they're seeing the Chicago Bulls do, or anybody, because Matt can be angry over many things. <laughs> Toss his hat. And, hey, glasses might be on there. They break on day one, Shady Rays, boom. New pair, no questions asked. 
200,000 five-star reviews from the Shady Rays customers. They enjoy that protection program, and they enjoy saving some money and looking good doing it. So, exclusively for the listeners out there, Shady Rays, run their deepest deal of the season. Use that code CHGO for 50% off of two or more pairs of those optimum shades at Shady Rays. That's a buy one, get one free. What they call that, man, man? Bogo? That's a bogo for the low, low, 54 fold for sure, sure. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find their newest and best shades. Because it's Shady Rays with them shades right there. Right there. See that? Shady Rays? Them rays. Oh, so damn shady. Point on! <laughs> I love these things, man. Can we, take, awesome? can we take two minutes here to also talk about our, our beautiful takeover? Let's do it. That is, that is missized on this graphic. But. We're, uh, we, have we settled yet on whether Joey or Big Dave is going to be our bus driver? I actually want Joey. Mark K., who do you think should drive the bus? Me or, me or Joey? Who do you think should drive this bus? Uh, probably you, Dave. I, I would trust you more. You're more responsible, I would say, more generally. And, and it sounds like Joey wants to get on the beers anyway. So it sounds like that's the right option from my perspective. Okay. Okay. First of all, <laughs> yes, I, I do want to get on the beers, but I'm responsible. All right, but I agree. Dave, you'll drive the bus. I like how you took offense, but then agreed. You're like, not, no, yeah, see, I'm, I took a little bit of offense, but at the same you time. you took offense, but you're like, but you're Mark's right. right. You're right. <laughs> how dare you also, be correct? <laughs> Will, Will is the one that we refer to as the adult around here. That's right. And Will he's gone. That's right. Went to Brazil. Yes, he did. Again. Like an adult. Bon voyage, buddy. Like an adult. We miss you already. Yes, yes. But if the token adult is not around, then one of the children has to drive the bus. This is true. That's what it is. All I know is Dib's not me. No, no. You see, we never even, you know. <laughs> no, no one even <laughs> contemplated me driving the you. bus. That's why I asked Marquette. You know, no, nobody, even, no, didn't cross the mind I'm, at all. I'm, I'm a very good driver. I'm an excellent driver. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are, <laughs> sir, but not on the 16th. And, yes, everybody come hang out with us. This takeover is going to be amazing. Get your tickets now. Drinks are included with that. For the low, low. Low, low. Under $100. Under 100 bucks. Uh, the diehard price. You can get pregame beers with us at Crossroads. Come on. Shuttle ride to the United Center. Come on. And a game ticket. Come on. And the immaculate vibes. Immaculate vibes. Of watching Bulls games with us Bulls people. Yes, man. It's going to be amazing, Bulls Nation. And all of them going to be in the house, man. It's going to be fun, dude. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. You know how many people be like, man, we want to watch games with you guys. We're going to do that. Here it is. Right here. In your face. Come watch the game with us, man. We'll be there. Will we'll you be, be there? Right there uh, as it says on the screen there you can get tickets at our website allchgo.com just find that takeover logo click it it'll bring you to the eventbrite website mm-hmm. um i believe they're also still pinned at the top of our chgo underscore bulls twitter account you can yes. find the links there as well yeah, yeah. get y'all's tickets get them come hang out uh we love to see you i, I love benjamin in the comments blow it up Another day. See red. Woo. <laughs> Taking that blow it up part of the fandom. Flipping it on his head. I like Salim saying Kobe for Luca. <laughs> It'll totally work. Oh, man. It'll totally work. <laughs> yeah, man. Or uh, don't think I didn't see you playing with the trade machine the other day, Marquet, when somebody said that the Miami Heat should blow it up, and you were like, oh, yeah, let's get Jimmy back, and also, bam, it'll totally work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got I got the green light, mate. The thing worked. Clearly, it's possible. The Heat lost again tonight. The Bulls just won. 
Bring back Jimmy, bring in Bam, ship out Vooch, Lonzo, Patrick Williams, whatever it has to take. Let's let's get it done. <laughs> oh, man, that um, would be awesome. All right, guys, moving along to night two of the back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, playing Trey and the Hawks tomorrow. That team's got a whole lot of drama going on, but let's start with the Bulls. Um, per Casey Johnson after tonight's game, Billy Donovan said Alex Caruso will not travel to Atlanta mm. with that tailbone contusion that caused him to leave tonight's game and not return. Yeah. Hopefully not very serious. We know how important Caruso is to this team. I kind of assumed because the Bulls were up 30, they yeah. were like, all right, chill. Break. Yeah. But, but not a, back- a great sign that he's not planning on playing tomorrow. It's not, but it's a back-to-back as well. You mm. know what I mean? So he might want to just take that rest. So I also wonder, does this mean Javante will play? You know what I mean? Maybe Javante plays in this game, you know what I mean? And they let Caruso get that rest. And also, now I want to know who the hell is going to start at the point guard position because now that's up for grabs, Marquez. Can't wait to find that out. Well, this is the irony. Like, Billy makes that change. He puts Caruso and uh, Javante into that starting unit. And what, they've played one game together? Uh, like that new starting five? And the minute he goes to it, basically, Javante gets hurt after the Warriors game, I think it was. He's been out three games. Now Caruso seemingly out for at least tomorrow's game. We hope Javante's back for then for that game. So all of a sudden, uh, Patrick Williams is remaining the starter. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Like obviously, depending on when Javante gets back. But I have to assume Iowa will slip back into that point guard position. So, yeah, particularly now that you're playing with against Trey as well. But it kind of makes sense to put Io back into that point guard position. But it is a bit annoying that they finally go to this look, the look that I wanted them to start the season with and the one that probably makes most sense for where the team is at at the moment. And then for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's just the way they play the basketball game, but like Javante Caruso immediately hurt. It's, it, it's very, it's very annoying from that perspective, but hopefully they're, they're minor things and both are back soon. Uh, I, I like flip side in the comments saying Caruso is butthurt. Technically speaking, <laughs> dude's got a hurt butt. Dude's Mark got a hurt tailbone. Mark, what do you think about this super chat from Matthew Ray? Patrick Williams is a generational talent. Just give him time. I got faith in my boy. Uh, generational I mean, talent, Mark. He's having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I was going to say something. I was going to say something. I won't. Matthew, thank you for your $4.99. We appreciate that very much. I'm glad you didn't compare him to Kawhi Leonard. So in that sense, good job by you. But look, as Dave said before, the Bulls won by 29. I'm not going to be uh, pouring or raining on the parade from that perspective. I don't agree, but thank you for the super chat. He's only 21 now, if you didn't know. <laughs> We're picking on Joe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, people in the comments are saying uh, start I.O., because he's Trey Young's dad. Yeah, no, Marquette made the that's I forgot all about that. I and mean, when he said that, I was like, oh yeah, that makes the most sense. Is because all I remember is just him locking Trey, Young Trey up in hell. Like yeah. he just, uh, he hated him. He hated Io so damn much. So yeah, man, I think that that'll be the good move. But also about Io, I, he's the one person when we were talking about um, making that move of him going to the bench. And the reason I was like he should be the one mm-hmm. was be, was for the reason we saw tonight is I said it won't he's the one I'm not worried about mentally mm-hmm. like that move is not going to affect him like he he's not that kind of player like he just takes it and he you know comes back out with that same mentality like dude I'm that guy it doesn't right. break his heart or you know 
it just inspires him. You know what I mean? And you saw that kind of play tonight, man. Like he was that was inspired basketball from Ayo Desumu. Even the last game, Ayo was solid. Like, you know, yeah. he's just been solid. That's just how he rolls, man. And yeah, I'm just really proud of Ayo. Every time I see him out there doing his thing, it's just I'm just really proud of that dude, man. He, he's great. Yeah, definitely. Also, and like the first game he got benched was against the Warriors, and that's nine points, whatever it was. Didn't miss a shot, five rebounds, three assists. Tonight, 17 points off the bench, did his thing defensively. Like to your point, Dave, yeah, I had no, I had no issues with Ayo going to the bench because you knew how he was going to respond. Maybe less so with Pat, but yeah, this, this guy's mentality, it's never anything I've ever questioned. As soon as he stepped foot on the in, in, um, on the court in his rookie season, you could just tell this dude understood it. He knew how to – he just got it, basically. So this was always going to work from an eye point of view. Interesting to see what happens tomorrow, assuming he goes back into the, that starting unit. Speaking of that starting unit, we also got word after the game from Billy – or from Zach Levine, rather, uh, that he is – planning to play tomorrow go, for just the second back-to-back set of games of the season for Zach. You know, the Bulls had so many of those out of the gate when he was still yeah. nursing his way back to, to healthy and being good enough to play in back-to-back sets. Yeah. Um, so I, you also notice that in uh, tonight's game, Zach not needed mm-hmm. down the stretch, only played 27 minutes. Yeah. Love the fact that he was basically, you were saying late in that fourth, not late in the fourth, midway through the fourth, what, what the hell is DeMar DeRozan still doing out there? Yeah. DeMar ended up playing 32 minutes, um, but only 27 minutes for Zach tonight. Yeah. I feel like that's very manageable on the front end of a back-to-back. No question about it, and and this is great, like honestly, because this means he's in a rhythm. You know what I mean? Like Zach is in a nice rhythm. That 40-point game answered a lot of questions for us and him. Uh, as far as his knee is concerned, and you've just seen it kind of progressing. You're like, yep, that's Zach. Every game now from that 41 on, I'm like, that's Zach Levine. Yep, that's Zach Levine. That's the guy I remember. Mm-hmm. The cutting, the slashing, the shooting, the passing. The pass you talked about that he had to, uh, to uh, Patrick Williams in the corner. Vicious. You know, mm. beautiful pass that was. Like, uh, getting the steals. You know what I mean? So, yeah, why sit down? Like, he's like, no, dude, I'm in a nice rhythm right now. So, yeah, I'm going to continue with that. And, and yeah, he plays, again, he plays well against Atlanta, man. Like, he really drops, put us up big numbers against that team. Yeah, and they got a couple They got a couple days off after the Atlanta game as well before they played the Knicks. So, he, he gets two nights rest from that perspective as well. Mm-hmm. But coming back to Zach more generally, you, you noted it there, Dave. Like, since that Kings game or within that Kings game, he's starting to look and feel more like the Zach we've seen in the past years. Like, he had this play tonight that was very emblematic for me where he exploded off the bounce, exploded into Christian Wood's chest, and by doing so, created separation at the rim and actually finished at the rim. Like, one thing Zach hasn't been doing this year has been converting at the rim. He's been getting to the rim, but his field goal percentage at, at the rim has been, you know, basically career lows almost. So like that was that that's where we were starting to question like the viability of his knee and what the impact that was having on his game. But we saw tonight like when he was getting to the rim, he was powering to the rim. So small signs that we're starting to see Zach get his stuff back together, which is nice and encouraging as the as the ball sort of progressed through this easier schedule in December. Casual man, looking good. Come on, man, racking up them wins back to five hundred. You know what else looked good, man? What? That belt right there that's sitting there on that table, baby. You know what it's time for. <laughs> Hit me with it, Joseph. Oh, Joseph. I'm going to talk. Joey don't like when I yell at him. He says that's too hard. Joey, could you please put up the graphic? <laughs> yes. Uh, for going of the night. If, if you Will you come mind. out of it sometimes, like, so quickly Ooh. that I, you know, Oh, now, now it's too fast. Oh, okay. 
Before you told me it was because I was yelling. Dude, that was too fast. This dude doesn't know what he yeah, wants. Yeah, I mean, you. <laughs> Joseph, figure it out, man. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. Yes. Allow me the pleasure of introducing you to Blade. Lisa. That one cuts off early. I got to fix it. We'll look into some more goon sounds. Goon sounds. Before I go, uh, of course, I must ask, uh, Mark K, sir, who, who was your uh, goon of, to, of the night in this ass whooping? I never get it right, Dave. Every time I feel like I'm going to get it right, I never do. But my, my goon tonight would be, my, mine would be Dragic. Because I love the way that he played against the, like I said, the, the, the Mavericks should have had Dragic. They could have easily signed Dragic. So for him to come out and play the way he did, plus 18, 14 points off the bench, four assists, really sticking it to the Mavs from that point of view. Like they would have, they would have loved to have Dragic out there tonight with Luca out, but um, he would be my goon of the night for the way he played against the team that should have signed him. I, I love the way he went about it. Mm, I like that. Uh, Mark? What's my name? Mark. isn't that right matt Uh, um there's so many good options tonight i want to give it to drummond for just like the dunks that mark was describing earlier tonight Mm -hmm. that were just those classic drumming chat the chat definitely votes for get get the f out of my way dunks the chat has spoken um i also kind of want to give it to dale and terry who got some action tonight. Mm, yeah. Four minutes of mop-up duty and garbage time of a blowout win, not a yeah. blowout loss. Yeah. One of one from the field. Nice layup. Two assists and a foul. In four <laughs> minutes of Dalen Terry, I love that. So active. Absolutely love that. So active. I also kind of want to give it to Derek Jones Jr., who hit four of five threes off the bench. That is ridiculous. We will never see that again. <laughs> Ever? Or Tony- Relish that, Bulls fans. <laughs> Tony Bring Bradley? Bring that in, because that is never happening again. Tony Bradley? What, Tony Bradley, three pointy, yeah. one of one from three point land, one hundred percent from behind the arc. <laughs> Talk about stones, outscored uh, Kobe White. I don't know when the last, you know, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't get tick all the time to come in and have the balls to yeah, take that we, shot. And we saw why when mm-hmm. when he got dunked on by by uh, Javale McGee. We Basically, so yeah, I wanted to give good of the night to the entire bench tonight. That's that's what I. That's fair. That's fair. That's what I ended up with. <laughs> I like that. Magoon of the night, sir. Andre Drummond. Mm. They're right. They're right. Sorry, Marquette. The streak continues. <laughs> but, dude, it's been, it was Drummond. Like, like Marquette said earlier, like, he can't – I don't know who was talking to him, but he just really did come in active and ready to play and violent, you know what I'm saying, in his movements and the dunks that he was having. First, he started with an alley-oop backwards dunk. Like, let's do that. And then let me just dunk on – one person and then dunk on somebody else. And then the one where he came from the dotted line and tried to dunk on three people, you know, like he was really just on one and I love to see it. Maybe it was Derrick Jones Jr. Starting because Drummond Drummond definitely feels like he's still a starter in this league. Mm -hmm. He has said as much. So when you're putting in somebody else over him, when he feels like he's the man, might've pulled a Jordan and said, I take that personally. And he went out there and he proved it, man. Had nine point nine points. Seven rebounds mm. and a nice, wonderful belt for him, man. Andre yeah. Drummond is your goon of the night. Got to get a sponsor for this. See thing. him uh, See him in the comments said he chose violence tonight. He so, chose violence. Yeah. He did. Gio saying he was vicious. Yes. Uh, Andre balled out tonight, said Drew. 
Uh, Shady Rays would be a good sponsor for Goon of the Night. Mm, you think you know, so? Because the graphic, I think the guy's got a little pair of sunglasses on. He does. Okay, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude's rocking some Rays. Yeah, yeah. Also, I feel, uh, they never understood Goonish. why Drummond didn't get his respect <laughs> coming off the bench. <laughs> oh, Flipside saying, come on, y'all, Drummond invasion of the body catcher. Yes. Just so you guys know, Flipside 23, that's actually your boy JR from Grand Rapids. That's our boy JR. Yeah. From Grand Rapids. Yes, Shout it out. is. Lifelong. Well, sometimes, because sometimes he says, a, long time. a lot of the times he'll say at the beginning, yo, what's up? It's JR from Grand Rapids. But He recently, would always hit us up yeah. on our on our old locked on mailbag. That was always awesome. JR from Grand Rapids. He's oh, good people. Good mailbag days. I remember those. Little side. 23. <laughs> um, so do we feel good about, like, yes, it's the second night of a back-to-back, but based on the way the Bulls played tonight and uh, the Hawks team kind of being a little bit of disarray, also might be without DeJounte Murray. It sounds like they probably will be without DeJounte Murray. Mm-hmm. Just send Io out there to lock up Trey. Get ourselves a nice, nice another uh, W. Go ahead, go ahead, Marquez. Well, I mean, there's no excuses now. Like, all right, cool, you're on a back-to-back. Yeah, you face the Mavs without Luca. A Mavs that who them themselves are on a back-to-back. You've eased your way out of this first game and, and you go into Atlanta. Yeah, you've got to travel. Yeah, you've got to play the Hawks who are technically better than you based on the standings. But this isn't a, a good Hawks team. This is a Hawks team that are missing players as well. We mentioned DeJounte. Uh, John Collins and DeAndre Hunter, I'm assuming, remain out. So from that perspective, the Bulls, it's not like the Bulls will be facing a juggernaut Hawks team or anything like that. Okay, fine. You're, out, you're without Caruso, so that's not ideal. But this is a game that you need to win, particularly when you want to get back to 500. In addition to that, later this week, you've got two games coming up against the Knicks, two games where you should win. They're both at the UC. You take care of the Hawks, you, you, you get both of those Knicks games, and all of a sudden, you're back to 14 and 14. We're back to 500. We're back to cooking. So let's do it. Like This is the opportunity for the Bulls, and this is what I've been saying this whole time. We're, a lot of people have been judging the Bulls based on the fact that they based on the output, but without considering the fact that they had played one of the hardest, if not the hardest schedule in the NBA. This is now their opportunity to start facing a bit of a lighter schedule and start to mix things in, blend things in. So where does this team sit after this December period? I think there's a real chance by the time we hit 2023 that this team should at least be 500, and if not that, then above 500. So it'll be interesting to see if they can change perspectives, but ultimately it's on them to deliver. So let's see what they do tomorrow night. Let's see what they do with the rest of the weeks against the Knicks. But this is a really good platform for them to sort of start building on the season and, and to really ride this ship. You know, what I like is it feels like the Bulls are actually catching some basketball luck f- for the first time this season. And just they, maybe they were due for some. Yeah, man. They were overdue, you know what I'm saying, for, for some of this. So, you know, you got you caught one with Luca, you know what I'm saying, not not being out here. Now you catch one, you know, like you mentioned, DeJounte Murray, and not just him, just them being in disarray in mm-hmm. general uh, because of, you know, what's going on between the coach and uh, Trey Young. So you're catching them at an opportune time to pounce on them and get this victory that you desperately, desperately, really, really want and that you want to have and what you need as well. But, yeah, man, like it feels like they're, they're catching – they're catching uh, some good uh, luck right now, and they need to capitalize on it, like Mark K. So is uh, is is he still the coach of the Hawks presently? No, no. You no. <laughs> <laughs> said in if spirit. I were the owner of the Hawks, in spirit, he would be fired yesterday. I told you that, yeah, bro. He would have been out of there. Are you kidding? Me? Who you you arguing with? Who you, you told what? <laughs> All right. Thanks for playing. 
I'm immediately gonna look at your resume and say, okay, no, no, no. All right, thank you for coming. <laughs> Have a nice day, dog. There's the door. There's the door. Trey Young, bro. Mm. That's like I told him like that. I told John, like, it's the only way they're gonna, he wants to get rid of Jason Kidd so yeah. bad. Yeah. I told him the only way is gonna be if Luca says anything. And when right. you saw Luca look at that bench yesterday in anger and disgust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yep. Maybe it's coming. Uh-uh. You don't want that. Maybe Sorry, JK. You know I love you, Jason Kidd, mm-hmm. bro. But mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, y'all. We are out of time. Uh, thank you, everybody. We got one more super chat. One more super chat. One more from Matthew Ray, who said CHGO should have a three-point contest. I'd bet my entire bank account on a seven beers de- deep peck winning it all. All right. Thank you, sir. Nice. I will take that bet. We had a three-point. Yeah, you guys uh, did in Vegas, contest. right? Mm-hmm. Who showed out for us? Uh I think we all Wait, made baskets. The three-point contest? Yeah. I was the you, one that won. Yeah. Oh, you won Big the whole Dave thing. Yeah. was the most successful of the three of us mm-hmm. between him, me, and Will. However, in my defense, I was sober. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, was, it was earlier in the day. <laughs> I had not started drinking yet, and well, I was dehydrated. Hold on. Hold on. Hold what? on. Hold on. <laughs> you telling me you had no beer. We did that three-point contest at like ten in the morning. That so? is not my. That is not what I asked. Right. <laughs> I said you had no beer. I don't believe I had had a beer yet that day. No. I don't. I, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If Big Dave's stroking like that from outside, you you're hey. tough cover. Amen. Your little inside-outside game. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Get down on the block. Can I just say? Can, can we can we do this when I get over there? Because I, I reckon yes. I, I, I could take you all. I'm I'm pretty confident in that. I'm, oh. So Matthew Ray here in the super chat, he reckons he, uh, you know pecked seven beers into it. I, I'm I'm telling you now, mate, if that ain't happening. I'm winning this contest. So let's film this body <laughs> thing, and I'm Talk taking that. you all down. Talk that, Marquee. But what if I also make you drink seven beers and then we do a three point contest? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm winning that. <laughs> I know my boy well, goat. My boy goat. Leave. I might have had seven beers in the last two years. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Okay. So everybody drinks a beer, and then we have a three-point shooting contest. Well, apparently everybody drinks a beer, but I drink seven. Yes. Well, that's, that's, that's one for you. Those are the rules, according to Matthew Ray. That's called a one-peck beer. <laughs> that's a, that's it's seven of them. Yes. Uh, yeah. My sister actually got me a shirt years ago when I was much younger. That said, uh, it's only one in dog beers, and it was seven <laughs> beer cans that said like "Woofa Wizen" on them. <laughs> shout out, sis! Shout Love out, that man. shirt. That's awesome. It's accurate. Oh, and shout out DNVR, man! Shout yeah. out DNVR. Happy birthday to Brandon Spano, man! The big four O, the big man, went on out there, man, to celebrate with him. Had an absolute and blast out there. The DNVR bar truly is a special, special damn place. Insane. So great to see so many of those DNVR people. Also, shout out to Brandon's better half, Lindsay, who yes. organized the whole thing. Yes. Just an absolute saint. Awesome. But, you know, it's just awesome to see all the DNVR Nuggets guys yeah. who we got to get to know a little bit more on that Vegas trip. Yeah. yeah. Saul from PHNX Suns yeah. was out there. Shout out, shout Saul, out to man. him. Like, yeah. man, it was so cool. Uh, Marque, great to see them. Marque, you would have loved it because Matt and Lindsay got into an argument about Burks and uh socks <laughs> like wearing socks with Burks and it's true. Yeah, it was it was pretty but damn entertaining. She <laughs> was on my team in the all city slack discussion the other day about how salmon burgers are bullshit. <laughs> she was on my side 
that burgers should only be made of beef. Oh, see, I missed that argument. I missed that. Yeah. I, I got to get in on this, man, because oh. those are lies. How convenient that you missed that. Oh, yeah, I did. I definitely missed it, but I mm -hmm. will be returning. No, those are all lies. Salmon burgers are freaking amazing, and you need you one in your life. No, I don't think so. Things are delicious. All man. right, y'all. Uh, hit that thumbs up button if you haven't yet before you head out of here. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. Don't forget to get your tickets to our CHGO Bulls Takeover. Do it. Next Friday, December 16th, Bulls Knicks. Pre-gaming right here at Crossroads, downtown in the West Loop. Yeah. Uh, Mark K, follow him on Twitter for all of his great Bulls takes, MK Hoops. Great. Also, read his thoughts, allchgo.com. Mm -hmm. uh, Joey is at Joey Spathis. He is our great producer and our pal. Big Dave is at Bow BWL Sports. Bulls okay. underscore Peck is my Ow. tag. We are CHO underscore Bulls. You can find the tickets link there and our website, allchgo.com. Yeah. For Mark, Joey, and Big Dave. And all of you out there in Bulls Nation, I'm Peck. Thanks as always for watching. Love you. Appreciate you. See you tomorrow. No pregame tomorrow. We will see you after Bulls Hawks for postgame. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be good. Peace.